everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Creative Ops, a podcast for creative people by, that's right, creative people. And I am your host today, Christopher Talon. Thank you for joining us, and let me tell you something. This show is made possible by Hey Guys Media Group. Go check them out at heyguysmediagroup.com. They've got everything you need, all the know-how to make your own podcast. They'll help you with editing, they'll help you get it launched, they'll help you with the cover art, all of it. So check them out if you've ever thought about making a podcast, because Hey Guys Media Group can help you do it. Heyguysmediagroup.com. Let them help you make your podcast. Rivertown Adventures is also a big part of what keeps this show going. Rivertownadventures.com. They are the most fun you're going to have outside in the Lansing, Michigan area. And they have new routes coming this year on the Red Cedar River, the Grand River, and the Looking Looking Glass River. So go check out Rivertown Adventures at rivertownadventures.com and live free. Go paddle. Finally, Baby Farm Soaps. Get your stinky self some soap, man. You stank. No, I'm just kidding. You don't. Well, maybe you do. And if you do, get some baby farm soaps. But maybe you don't stink. Maybe you just need some lip balm or a bath bomb or some lotion or some beard oil. They got all that stuff, man. Baby farm soaps. They're on Facebook. Go over there. Tell them that I said hello and get some really awesome stuff. Uh, That just about does it for that. So all you need to know now is that my guest today is Justin D'Autremont. He's a podcaster from the east side of Michigan. Well, originally from Tennessee, now living in the east side of Michigan. He's going to tell you about the Drunk Conspiracies podcast, which me and my technical overlord Jason were on. And he's got a couple other podcasts too. This is a guy that you're going to want to know about because he's talented and he's good at what he does. And uh, yeah, here's Justin D'Autremont to tell you more about it himself. So enjoy this and go check out Drunk Podcasts. Nope. Enjoy this and check out Drunk Conspiracies Podcast. Now on to the interview with Justin D'Autremont. I heard you say on one episode that you liked living in Tennessee better than you liked living in Michigan. And I can relate to that to some degree because I lived in Florida for a little while. It is different. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like right. when I lived in the South, people just like at the grocery store were more friendly. Like... They were more like, oh, excuse me, and more just, you know, in Michigan, people, if you get in their way at the grocery store and then you look behind you, you're like, oh, sorry about that. They're just kind of like, ugh. And then the South people are like, well, you're fine, darling. Don't worry about it, you know? Yeah, for sure, man. Uh, uh, my, one of my first times at the grocery store after moving uh, back to Michigan, I, uh, my, my whole family's from Michigan. I was born in Tennessee, though, and I was raised down there. I lived up here for like a year and a half in high school, then went back, and then I moved up here like back and forth like two other times. But I grew up mostly in Tennessee. One of the last times I moved, I moved back here in uh, 2011. Uh-huh. And uh, one of my first times at the grocery store, I was coming out of an aisle. Another person was coming out of an aisle, and we kind of bumped cards. Me being from the South, like I grew up with manners, like this just how it is down South. Uh-huh. I said, oh, pardon me. And this person looked at me like I was the biggest like jerk in the world. <laughs> and I was just, I was just like, I was kind of taken back by it. Cause I know how it is with like people in the North, people in the South. And I, I understand, I've always known since I was young, like the, the difference between the North and the South and like people are generally nicer in the South, not saying people up North aren't nice. I have come across some very nice people in Michigan. Yeah. But manners but, are a bigger part of the culture. It is manners are drilled into your head at a very young age in the South. I grew mm-hmm. up saying yes, sir, yes, ma'am, no, sir, no, ma'am, and it's just the um, just the the upbringings are totally different between the South and the North. Yeah, and do you, do you get into it at all with your family when they're like, "Well, yeah, but we're Michigan people." You're like, Psh, "You're Michigan people. I ain't Michigan people." <laughs> And somewhat like uh, some of my family are be like, be like, oh, well, you you're a Michigander now because you live in Michigan. I'm like, I I consider myself a Tennessean and a Michigander, and at that aspect. But like, I was born in Tennessee. I was raised down there. Like, it's always going to be a part of me. 
Yeah. I, I like to tell people I'm a Southern gentleman with a Yankee attitude. <laughs> That's what I tell people because like I've, I've lived both. I've grown up in both, but overall I, 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 I would prefer being back home in Tennessee over, over Michigan. Yeah. I don't blame you. It's uh the weather and people like we already said, are just, they got a little bit more, a uh, little bit more spark in their eye, I guess. Mm-hmm. What was the, uh, the moving back and forth? moving to follow family following jobs or uh mostly family following family um we came up here in when i came up here in high school my mom uh my mom came up here for another job and so we came up here for like a year and a half and then she was like hey i think i'm gonna take a job back in tennessee i'm like thank you let's go (laughs) (laughs) so we we went back down and then uh so i finished out my high school career down there and then uh when I was 18, like right after I had finished high school, my mom came back up to Michigan. I stayed in Tennessee, um, went, went through, went through like a bad breakup. Mm. So I, I was like, I'm gonna go up and chill out in Michigan for a little bit. So I came back up here for about six months. I want to say six, six to eight months. Mm-hmm. I stayed back up here. Then I went back to Tennessee and then, uh, my brother-in-law's dad passed away and he was the last bit of family that like my brother-in-law talked to. Mm. So after his dad passed away, he told my sister, he's like, Hey, if you want to go to Michigan, that were cause my, all my family was up here at the time. Besides me, I'd gone back. He's like, Hey, if you want to go to Michigan, we can be with your family. We can do that. So they decided to come back. And so I was like, well, I guess since now all my family's in Michigan, I'll come back to, and uh, that was the last move. Yeah, it was kind of the same story. Um, my dad's family did a lot of moving around. Well, first, the, his parents came from Italy to New York, and then from New York to Michigan, and it was all kind of the same thing. One person moved because they got a job at like the the car factory, and then somebody else moved, right. and then they all started to just kind of follow. So, yeah. Um. All right, man. So. How long ago did you start getting into podcasting? Uh, not like listening to podcasting, but actually making your own. Uh, back in um, the end of July, beginning of August was when I first launched my uh, my podcast. Just last year, twenty twenty. Yeah. Oh wow! It seems like uh, I don't know. Maybe you're just naturally better at it than I do. Than I am. I was gonna say you. You seem like you've been doing it longer than me. No. Um, uh, I, it was like July 20, 27th or 28th. I launched uh, my first episode of the drunk conspiracies podcast. And, uh, yeah, so I've only, I've only been out of what, like, what is it like going on five months now, five months, yeah, five, six months now. Yeah. But, uh, no, man, I'm, I'm very, very new to like podcasting. Um, I've only really list, been listening to podcasts for like maybe a year. Like I haven't even been listening to podcasts that often and yeah. then, um, just started listening to them more, getting really into it. And then I was like, it'd be kind of cool to have a show. And then one, one day I finally decided to just buy all the equipment. Six months later, here I am. Did you have anybody that, um, kind of gave you any pointers along the way, or did you kind of rely on online community and just YouTube videos or what? Online community, YouTube videos, Google, um, I did at that when I first started, I knew nobody who had a, had a podcast. Like I knew nothing about podcasting. I didn't know how to edit. Yeah. I really didn't know what the hell I was doing. I just kind of like dove into it and uh just did my research and joined some Facebook groups and stuff like that and uh that kind of helped me learn the editing process. Well, I still got some things to work out on editing, I think, but uh mm. for the most part I I got it pretty well figured out yeah yeah i uh well you know jason he was on on your show with me uh he Mm -hmm. was gonna be on with us tonight but he's got two of his own podcasts and i think they're recording one tonight he said to say hi to you though um all right tell him i said hi yeah i will um he was helping me out uh to get things started because he actually kind of twisted my arm a little bit he had me on his show when uh our kids were playing and he's like, so what do you do? I was like, actually I'm staying at home right now. And I started writing a book. I used to teach middle school English. So I'm doing this to 
kind of not go crazy. He's like, oh, come talk about it on my podcast. And then he was like, you should do a podcast. I was like, man, I don't know how to start any of that. He's like, I'll get you started. And he told me where to go for cover art. I used a, I actually used Fiverr.com. Did you make yeah. your own? Did you go to someplace like that? No, I actually make all my own. Um, I I looked into Fiverr and uh, all that, and uh, but I was like, you know what? I've always been kind of like creative with yeah. like stuff like that. I can't draw to save my life. Like I can't do <laughs> my own stuff like that. But uh, throwing like pics together and art and like stuff like that on apps and stuff, I've always been decent at. I'd say so. Uh, I just said, like, you know what? I'll I'll just do my own and uh see how far it gets me so to this day man i i do all my own artwork cover art i dig those um those uh promo pictures that you do too i saw the one that you got yeah. up for uh for our episode it looks sweet yeah yeah uh finally launched the episode today yeah i this this one will drop uh let's see today's saturday so not this monday but the monday after just because i i release every other monday otherwise i would okay <laughs> yeah know what we're talking about oh yeah I, you sent me that picture and then uh i sent it to my mom i was like look i was on a podcast she's like oh no don't tell me you were going on a podcast talking about covid's fake i was like no <laughs> no mom don't worry don't worry we were just talking about conspiracies and talking shit and having fun right so where did the idea for the drunk conspiracy podcast come from uh so uh me and my wife one night we're uh we're sitting on the couch we're drinking getting getting a little drunk together and uh we're watching drunk history oh yeah it was great is that is that on comedy central i think so i usually watch it on youtube but yeah i think it's on comedy central maybe yeah but so we're watching drunk history and uh like we're talking and i've i've always been into conspiracy theories yeah uh, so like we're drinking one night i'm like you know what would be cool i was like if they made a drunk conspiracies tv show uh-huh. i was yeah. like i'd be all, i'd be all over that and then, like, I'm, I'm pretty sure it was my wife who put the idea in my head, like, because I had been talking about wanting to start a podcast at yeah. this point. And uh, I'm pretty sure my wife was the one who's who's like, why don't you do a drunk podcast, like drunk conspiracy podcast? And just like the light bulb went off in my head. I'm like, yes, <laughs> e- easy. I was like, yes. I was like, because I was wondering what kind of podcast I was going to start off with mm-hmm. because um. Because like now I, I have two podcasts that I'm doing now. I'm about to drop a third one with my wife. But um, just like getting my feet wet into the podcasting community, yeah. I was just like kind of like killing myself on like what I should what I should talk about. And uh, when she told me that, I was just like the light bulb went off in my head. And I'm like, Drunk Conspiracies podcast. Like the name was right there and everything. So I was mm-hmm. just like, it's pretty, pretty easy. So uh, that's basically how I came about starting it so from the time that you were like i kind of want to do a podcast to the time that you actually dropped your first episode how much time and like preparation and just getting ready all 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 said and done was uh went into that uh to be honest not not that much um i got it in my head i was gonna start a podcast so i'm like all right i gotta start a podcast but um i had no equipment for it Uh so i was like when when i can finally get the equipment i'll start like doing some stuff for the podcast and uh i got the as soon as i got the equipment um i told my wife i'm like all right well because she she was my first guest on my show was mm-hmm. my wife so i was like yeah you guys have like, been hey, two three shows now four four or um yeah my christmas special on home alone yeah was our, I, was our fourth one i dug that one man i'd never heard some yeah. of the time travel ones before Right. It's kind of it's uh, kind of trippy. It makes you think a little bit. Uh, but yeah, I've, I thought it'd be a cool little uh, Christmas special to to do for the show. But um, yeah, so my wife, I was like, hey, you want to do my first episode with me? And she's like, yeah, sure. So we uh, I let her decide on the conspiracy theory. She picked Marilyn Monroe. And uh, I was like, all right, let's uh, do our research. We did our research and came in the room and recorded it. But um. Yeah, man, I, I really, I probably should have prepared more <laughs> from like, just from, from the start of me thinking I'm going to start a podcast to me actually like recording it and, uh, releasing it, um, really did not put a lot of, uh, it didn't, it didn't take very long. It was kind of a quick, 
quick process because I was I was like I was just so excited to like get it out. I was gonna say, are you that kind of guy that you're like, I'm gonna do something, and then you just go and you get all the stuff for it, and you just jump right in? Yeah, um, a lot of the times, yeah. Like I just I like I geek myself up too much. Yeah, and then uh, I'm just I'm just ready to do it. I'm just like, let's go. My producer Jason, he was the kind of guy who was. You know, every every six months, he had a different hobby that he was really into. He started learning to play the drums. He was keeping bees for a little while. And then he picked up on the podcast thing. And he was like, hey, I thought this might just be something that I tried and moved on to the next thing. Um, but it stuck. Were you kind of the same way, like just looking for a new hobby? Or did this kind of strike you out of nowhere? Uh, Kind of struck me out of nowhere. Um, like I said, I haven't even been listening to podcasts that long. Um, it was for like uh when I started uh when I got my new job I was driving like forty five minutes there and back each way um to work and uh I just kind of got burnt out on like listening to some music and stuff so like mm-hmm. I started listening to some podcasts and I just started listening to them to work from work and and stuff like that and then it was just like it just dawned on me I'm like this this would be kind of cool to like like in my because I, I like talking about things i like talking about uh different types of subjects so i was like yeah. i think it'd be kind of cool if i could start a podcast i'm like i probably won't have many people listen to it <laughs> but i was just like but for me i feel like it it would be kind of cool and it will kind of help me because um a lot of people don't believe me when i say this but i'm i'm a very shy person hmm. like i'm extremely shy like uh, when I first meet somebody, I usually I'm not one to like just like jump in and start talking normally. I'm more of an observer. I like to sit back and I observe things mm-hmm. as opposed to just like jumping in and uh, talking. So I'm extremely shy person. And I kind of figured uh, if I had a podcast and like interview people and talk to different people especially like people that I, I don't know and meet over the internet to to come on my show or vice versa of me being on their show i figured it would help me kind of come out of my shell a little bit and uh kind of like not be as shy as i am so yeah. uh so yeah it was just like just uh me listening to podcasts and then like me being like oh maybe this can help me with being shy and uh and all that so um and it has it's helped me out quite a bit actually it's been uh it's it was it was very therapeutic for me mm-hmm. yeah i i was um just talking about that on the the last episode that we did too because it was just kind of like a look back on the whole year episode um i've never really been a shy person but listening to myself have one hour conversations with people you can't help but notice like oh shit i do that when i talk to people <laughs> <laughs> right you know what i mean like oh sometimes i i cut people off when they're in the middle of talking and talk about something completely different i should stop trying to do that or uh uh something i do on the podcast all the time i go i want to ask you something like well of course i want to ask you something that's that's what the whole <laughs> fucking point is <laughs> but um right so yeah so i kind of like cut like things that i didn't like about the way that i converse um mm-hmm. and then also it it helped me get a little bit more confidence when talking to people too. Cause, um, I used to, in the first couple episodes of the show probably aren't as good at, for the same reason. I would ask you a question and then completely back off the mic. And I would just let the person talk and 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 talk. And, you know, listening to that, it's like, man, I should have cut that guy off there. <laughs> so, you know, you, you learn like, okay, you know what? I got to be a little bit more assertive with myself too on the show. Like, like you were talking about too. So mm-hmm. yeah, you can either keep listening to yourself, do the things you don't like or <laughs> uh, step up and make a change. So right. Yeah. It's funny. The psychology that goes into doing these. Right. Yeah. Cause I, I had the same problem. Like one, once I got like my first, like, I think, I think I realized it after like my first two episodes that like I would, uh, I would just kind of, I would cut people off a little bit. Yeah, and I was like, man, I, I I gotta stop doing that. I'm like, I'm like, first of all, that's like, I feel like that's extremely rude of myself. <laughs> but <laughs> right. um, but in 
But the thing is, too, with a with a drunk podcast, man. I mean, as you're going, you're getting more drunk as you drink, mm-hmm. and like it it happens. I mean, people cut people off, like especially after drinking. But yeah. um, I have t- I have toned back a little bit. Uh, made sure I waited till like like I'm I'm pretty sure the person like stopped talking for their their thought, and I'll jump in there with something. But um, yeah, I, I had to work on that. But uh, I feel I feel like I've gotten better better at that. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, uh, it makes you painfully self-aware. <laughs> right. It does. Then the first guest was easy for you. It was your wife. My, uh, my first, yeah, just my first guest was a, a good friend of mine. Then, um, after that, I kind of started reaching into social media to find people. How did, uh, how did you do that? Same, same way. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, uh, my first guest was my wife. My second guest was, um, my wife's best friend. And, uh, cause me and my wife used to work together at the same place and, um, mm-hmm. that's where we met her best friend. So, uh, I got, she, she said she'd come on and do my show. So I did that. And then, um, I joined some podcasting, uh, guest groups on Facebook and, uh, just put it out there, uh, told them about my podcast. So I was looking for guests and just had a bunch of people respond to me. So, uh, and just set it up with random people and have them come on my show. I've went and done a couple shows myself and pretty much like that. But um, I have had some other guests that I actually do know personally, but, but the majority of my guests have been people I've met online. Yeah. Yeah. Same, same here. It's probably been close to a 50, 50 split, Mm -hmm. but you know, I, and maybe it's just me, but, I haven't had great luck with the the Facebook guest pages. Like, I mean, I I caught you on there, and I I, mm-hmm. I think I've hooked uh, some of my other podcast friends up. And like, hey, I saw somebody that kind of matches like something that would be good for your show, but like, it hasn't produced tons and tons for me. Have you had better luck? I've had I've had quite a bit of luck. Yeah. Um. I usually get when I when I put out a post that I'm looking for a new guest. Excuse me. Um. I get I get roughly like three to four people who who will reach out and be like, hey, it sounds cool. I'd be interested, and like I'll talk to them and stuff like that. And then if I th- I think they'll be a, be a good guest, uh, we'll set something up. But um, yeah, I, th- I feel like I've had pretty good success in those in those groups with um nailing down guests for my show. Yeah, well your your podcast just sounds like a good time. Just getting drunk and talking about conspiracies and it is a good time if anybody out there is thinking about getting on that show that's that's the one you want to get on it's a great time the artwork that you do do you do you mind me asking mm-hmm. you what uh what app you use for that or what program uh, let me um i use a few different apps um because like because uh i always have my guests send me pictures of themselves so yeah. i can put their face on it i use an app called uh buzz art to um I'll cut out the background so I can just get that way. I'm taking out the background of the picture and only having the person in the picture. So I use that for my, um, to get the outline of just the person. And then I use a poster maker for my, um, like for the lettering and all that. Yeah. And making the actual poster. Um, I just like, Whatever conspiracy we're talking about, I'll I'll Google that, uh-huh. and then I'll find a picture. I'll find a picture on Google, and that's what I'll use as the background. And then I go to the 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 buzz art. I'll edit it to where I only have, like I cut out the background, only have the image of the person, and just overlap them on the poster maker. And then I do the fonts and everything on poster maker. Oh, very nice. <laughs> yeah, I use um. Uh, I make the video promos with, oh, what's that thing called? I've got it right over here. Headliner. Okay. And that's a, well, they've got a paid version and there's a free version too, but you can make like a 10 free promos a month. And then after that, you got to pay for it. But I only okay. put out two episodes a month, so I can make two promos for video and, uh, excuse me, two promos per episode and still have some left over. Okay. But yeah. I may have to look into that. That's a, it's a cool one. Yeah. Cause you can make it and it'll give you the different uh, sizes for whatever thing you're going to upload it to YouTube, IG, uh, Facebook. 
and it's got the different timestamps preset on it. So you can set it for, you know, your Instagram stories or a full post or whatever. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. Cause, uh, cause I, I do my, uh, I release my show through a uh, bus sprout. Yeah. Okay. So on bus sprout, there's a place where you can actually do like, uh, like 30 second clips, 60 second clips. Oh, really? your show. Yeah. So I actually just use that since I'm already, my episodes are already uploaded to that. I'll take, I'll do that and I'll take like, I'll make like, uh, I'll do, I, I think I'd usually do like 30 second little clips mm-hmm. on my show. And then I put them on my TikTok because I made a TikTok for my, uh, my podcast. Got to get on TikTok, man. I'm not on TikTok. Dude, me and my wife got on it recently and it's just like, that's, like we just send each other a bunch of videos all day. <laughs> so like I have, like I have my own personal TikTok, and then I have one for my show. So, but uh, yeah, I was um, I was like looking into things, and everyone's like, "Oh, TikTok is like does a lot for my podcast," and I was like, "I didn't even think about that." So, got on there, made a made a profile for it, and uh, yeah, I just throw those thirty second clips of my show up on my TikTok, and uh, I'm not really sure how much uh like foot traffic it's actually wrong to my show but um right the show's doing pretty good for only being uh five six months in so yeah. i just hit my 15 i I just hit 1500 uh two weeks ago oh muscle tough <laughs> i think i'm at like 1550 something now right now so not too bad for uh for six months of work i think yeah and i could be wrong i mean i don't know but, Are you putting uh, one out every two weeks? Every I ch- week? I ch- I've been I've been trying to do every uh every week, but um since November, November's uh November, and then like up until recently, it's been uh been rougher for me. Um, like my my father passed away in yeah. de- uh, early, early December. I remember you saying that. Sorry to hear that, man. I, I appreciate it. Um. But with with my dad passing away, I kind of like just kind of like fell back a little bit because I had to be with my family. Um, sure, sure. I my my dad has eight kids all together. There's there's eight of us total, so um, it's a lot of us. So yeah, yeah. I just uh, just I just needed to be there with my family, and uh, we needed to do that. And then right after that, the holidays came, Christmas and and New Year. So it was kind of um. Just just with the passing of my father, then transitioning right into the holidays, it kind of uh, set me back a little bit. But um, I'm trying to get back on to the point where I'm putting one out every week. Yeah. You said that there's eight kids and all in, in your family. Yeah. Um, my dad. My dad has eight kids with five different women. Okay. Where Where do you yeah. line up in the in the in the span of those eight kids? Age wise, I am I am number five. Okay, that's yeah, my favorite so, number. By um, the way. Oh, thank you. Um, <laughs> the old my my oldest brother Chris is um. How old is he? Thirty eight. I think he's thirty eight. Okay. Uh, then uh, my two my two oldest sisters Alicia and Dana are like thirty thirty five or thirty six, but it, it, this sounds bad, but they're two weeks apart with different moms. So uh, my my dad got around, <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. to say the least. It's and then, um, right. And then uh, I have another older sister who's um, full blooded. Uh, we have the same mom and dad. Okay. And then, um, so she's thirty two. I'm thirty. And then there's triplets. Oh my goodness. And uh they're 19. So they're they're quite a bit younger. They're about they're 11 years younger than me. So but um yeah my 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 dad was married to my mom and then my dad was married to the triplets mom. So he's only been married to two of the two of the five women. But um yeah, so we range from like 38 to 19. Okay. Yeah, my wife she comes from a decent sized family. She's got five siblings. And she's the uh, second youngest out of all of them. And yeah, okay. they go up from, she's trying to think, what are they now? Like 
Her oldest one's probably close to 50, and then the youngest one's just behind us. He's like 35, 36. Okay, nice. So, yeah. How old are you? A little you? bit of an age. I'm 30. You're 30? Okay. Yeah. You look, you look way older than me, so no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, if, I, people never believe me when I tell them I'm 30. Um, when I have my beard like I have now, oh, sure, um, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll get that I look older, but man, if I'm clean shaved, I, I look like I'm still a teenager. <laughs> Speaking of baby faces, well, not baby faces, but baby voices. When your show starts, is that your kid saying, welcome to the drunk party? <laughs> That's my son. <laughs> that is so cute, man. How many, how many yeah. times do I have to get him to do that? One take. <laughs> I, I, I kid you not one take. Um, uh, he, he knew, he knew I was starting a podcast cause, um, I was looking like doing the mute. I was looking at music for it and stuff like that. And, uh, he's, he's only five. And, um, he, he was like sitting next to me and like listening to the music. And he's like, he's like, uh, daddy, what are you doing? And I'm like, Oh, I'm trying to get the, the, uh, music for the intro to my new podcast I'm doing. And then, like, I'm trying to wrap my head around, like, what am I going to, like, because I wanted some, like, vocals in it. Yeah. But I was like, I was like, what am I, what, like, what would I'm, what am I going to say, like, in the intro and stuff like that? And then my son just, he just, he's like, Daddy, I want to do something. <laughs> and I was just, and I'm just sitting there thinking, I'm like, all right, I can probably have, um, I was like, can you, I, I was like, give me a creepy laugh. And so he he like that creepy laugh he does in my intro. He did, yeah, <laughs> he did that. And it it was just it was just so cute that I was just like, how am I not gonna do that? So I I bring him in like the room where I record and stuff, and I'm I'm just like, all right, buddy. Um, I was like, when when I point at you, I want you to say, welcome to Drunk Conspiracies, and I want you to start laughing, like you did. And uh, he's he's like, okay, daddy. So I hit the record button, I point at him, he does this thing, I stop, I go back and listen to it, I put it into the, like, I found the music that I wanted, I dubbed it in with the music, and it, it fit perfect <laughs> with, from the time, like, the time the music starts, and then to where he says it, then stops that creepy laugh, and then the second part of, like, the song kind of, like, kicks in, it was just perfect, and I was like, that's my intro. So uh, <laughs> one take, and I had it. That's awesome. And uh, to this day, man, uh, like when I'm editing my episodes and stuff, when I go throw my intro in, every time he hears it, he he gets like the big smile on his face and like runs over to me and he's like, "Daddy, I want to hear it. I want to hear it because he knows it's him." So uh, and he, he so he he calls it our show. Like he'll tell, yeah, he he's like, "Oh, are you doing another one of our shows?" And I'm like, "Yeah, buddy." I was like, "That's what that's what Daddy's doing right now." So. He he gets a kick out of it. He loved it. Uh, I loved having him do it. So it it was it was cool that I was able to add my son in there. Yeah, it's a whole family affair, man. That's awesome, right? <laughs> so um, when did uh, when did your other podcast start? What, tell me what that one's called again. My uh, my second one is called One on One with Justin Diachima, which is um, I interview like celebrities on. Uh, musicians athletes actors uh i've had a couple of fighters on my show and um motivational speakers just any any type um when did i launch that one August, september. september october i want to okay. say so now so that's not really that's very far apart new. from when you started the other one then really mm -mm. yeah no just within a few months of each other you just couldn't get enough, huh? And you're starting a third one as well. Well, yeah, hold on. It's, uh, let's not get too far ahead with that one. I want to start <laughs> right. on the the uh, one on one. Uh, so that one, the the process of getting a guest has got to be a little bit different than just kind of like casting a net, being like, who wants to come on, right? It's so much harder because uh, because I do interview like celebrities, mm. so it's it. I have to reach out to these people. Um, if I can find their, uh, I signed up for like IMDb pro mm -hmm. because on there, when you look up an actor, it has contact information. Oh, okay. And some of them actually have like their personal emails, but a lot of them have like their manager or their publicists. 
right. emails. So what I do is I go on there and um, think of someone I'd like to have on my show, see if I can find their manager or their publicist. I'll shoot them an email. And if they get back to me, they do. If not, like I, I think a lot of times they won't respond, but other times I've had them respond and be like, no, I don't think it's a good fit. And I completely understand, like, I'm not a big, like, my name's not that big yet, um, right, right. especially for that show. So, like, I know it's a little harder getting some celebrities, but um, other than that, man, I I jump on Instagram and uh, I'll shoot out a message to to some, some respond, some don't. But um, I've had I've had quite a bit so far, and I I still got some I got of um I got to put out. I haven't put out all my episodes yet, but it's it's hit or miss, but it is a lot harder trying to book for that podcast as opposed to the drunk conspiracies. Yeah, I would imagine so. You should invite one of them to come on the drunk uh, conspiracies podcast after they do that show sometime. I thought about it, man. Um, I don't know who I would who I what celebrity I try to reach out to for that one, but uh, I've, I've thought about it. But I've I've had some pretty uh pretty good interviews so far for that show. I've had some some somewhat big names so yeah no one no one like major major but i've had some decent well i don't know man you had uh that dude he's been in like everything but the first thing that always comes to my mind is cool runnings leon yeah yeah Yeah, he he's probably the um the biggest the biggest star i've had on my uh my show so far yeah, he's another one that that was cool if you look at his imdb profile you'll be like oh geez I've seen like mm-hmm. 20 of this guy's movies, but that's the, that's the only one that always comes to mind first is cool runnings. Yeah, no, he's been, he's been in so many things, but I've actually, I've been a fan of his for a very long time. Um, since cool runnings, like, uh, I mean, one of my other favorite movies he does is above the rim with Tupac. Yes. I love that movie. And, uh, I, uh, I had someone reach out to me on, um, Facebook. I put in, that I was looking for a guest for that show. And I had some publicist person like reach out to me and they're like, Hey, we have a list of different celebrities that we could book for your show. If you want any of them, email me. They, they email me the list or like email me. We'll set it up. So like I'm scrolling down the list and I see Leon. It says Leon Robinson. Yeah. Cause he, he, he goes by just Leon. And then I saw Leon Robinson and I'm like, I was like, who's Leon Robinson? So I type it into IMDB and it brings up Leon. I'm like, hell yeah. (laughs) So I was was just like, I was like, I emailed the person back. I was like, I'd like to interview Leon. They're like, all right, day and a time. And I gave them a day and a time. They're like, "Um, all right, I'll get, uh, gave me his, they, uh, they connected us through email. And then I started talking to, talking to him we set up a date and everything and then uh had our interview oh, that's sweet yeah he he was cool um i did uh i interviewed uh scott swartz from a christmas story oh, hey, the hey, toy. Yeah. he played flick he was the one who got his tongue stuck to the pole you know until i saw that on your post i completely separated those two characters like i never occurred to me that they were the same guy because I used to love that movie, The Toy, when when I was a kid. With right. Prior. Such and a I, good movie. They go, this is Master Bates. And he starts cracking up and everybody else got a straight face. He's like, all right, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's that is a good movie. But uh, yeah, I was able to uh, land an interview with him, which was cool because Christmas Story is one of my favorite Christmas movies of all time. Yeah. And uh, so that that was cool. Um, Did you ever see the movie Hardball? Hard with Keanu Reeves. With Keanu Reeves, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, the uh, the guy who plays, uh, I mean, they're he he's like my age. I'm, I was gonna say the kid who plays him, but he's not a kid anymore. Right. <laughs> but um, the one who plays uh Jefferson Albert Tibbs, that the heavier set one, who okay. gets beat up. Yeah. I uh I reached out to him on Instagram. He he hit me back and he's like, man, I'd love to come on your show. So yeah. Uh, I interviewed him. I still got to release that one. I think that one's my next one to be released. But okay. um, I was gonna say I don't yeah, remember that, that one on your uh, on the breakdown. Yeah. yeah, it's not on there yet. It's coming. But that was that was probably one of my favorite interviews because I uh, I loved that movie. Um, 
growing up, I was, I played baseball my whole life. So like I was like 11 when that came out. So just being at that age, being the same age as those kids in the movie, uh, it's one of my favorite movies. And when he reached out to me saying he, he'd come do my show, I was like, I was like, that's awesome. So that was probably one of my, one of my favorite episodes. And uh, he told me the next time I'm in Chicago to hit him up and uh, we'll go get some pizza. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. So I'm going to, I'm going to do that pretty soon. Hopefully. Yeah, dude, that's awesome. I'd I'd look for a reason to go to Chicago anyway, but hell yeah. Right. Um I, I was gonna ask you what see there I went and did it again. What <laughs> position did you play in baseball? I was a shortstop. Oh, look at you, bragging. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I was I was not to two mile horn or anything. I was pretty good. Yeah. But uh I I played uh I played second base every once in a while when they when they needed it, but uh I was a shortstop my whole life, um, all the way down from like T-ball all the way up to high school. Uh, it's nice. just my favorite position. Um, I was good at it. Um, yeah, so I was played shortstop, played outfield like one one time. It was all yeah. right, but I was like, nah, I like the action. Yeah, you get a shortstop. I mean, you get so there. much action at short. Oh yeah, for sure. So, yeah, you're involved in just yeah. about everything. Um, just about. Yeah, I loved it. Yeah, I used to. I I really wanted to be an infielder, but I just wasn't very good. At, wasn't very good at it. So I uh, I ended up being a catcher just because I think I was one of like three kids that were willing to do it. And then out of those three, I ended up being one of the better ones. So then that stuck. But uh, right. yeah, I would I, see. I would. I wouldn't have mind have been a ca- a catcher. I think yeah. uh, you're in, you're in on I mean, every play. Right, and you you control a lot being a catcher. I mean, mm-hmm. a lot of people a lot of people don't give catchers enough credit, in my opinion. Yeah, but, no, um, for sure. They're I mean they're the only person that can see everybody on the field at the same time. So when the exactly. catcher says, "Hey, move," you're you're not supposed to be like, "Ah, he doesn't know." You're supposed to, go, "Oh, okay, catcher knows." Right, but uh, I'm not built like a catcher. No, like my body physique is not built like a catcher. Uh, I'm I'm perfect i'm built perfect for a shortstop so it just uh it just came i ch- I tried pitching um i was okay at it but i wasn't the best so uh <laughs> I, I knew my strengths and I, <laughs> so I, I stayed i stayed where i knew i would impact the most yeah yeah, yeah that's it's good to stay stay in your lane sometimes because i tried right. to pitch one time in a game and i ended up st- striking out all three outs but i think i walked seven or eight guys so <laughs> i gave up like two hits seven walks and struck out three guys and yeah, then uh, at least you got a couple strikeouts and then the coach was like i didn't want to play you out in the middle of the inning but you're done i was like yeah okay <laughs> <laughs> i understand <laughs> that's awesome so, and then i never went back on the mound again after that <laughs> except to talk to a pitcher with a mask on right yeah so all right, now I'm, I'm going to get into that last podcast that you're going to start. What's what's that one going to be about? Or have you already recorded that one yet? We're actually going to record here in a couple of days uh, our first episode, which um, you will probably know being from Michigan. Mm-hmm. Our first episode's on the Oakland County Child Killer. Oh, my God. Oh, so is this going to be a true crime one? It's, it's a true crime podcast, nice. yeah. Because uh, me and my wife were both big into true crime. The ID channel, we watch that all the time. Um, I've always been into true crime. She has too. So um, I just it was a perfect fit for us to come together and do a do a podcast. So um, yeah, we're going to um, – the podcast is called Most Heinous. Yeah. So we're going to just um, find different cases that are obvious, really heinous crimes. Well, I mean, most murders are heinous. I mean, you're – taking right, someone's right, life right. <laughs> you, you know what i mean but um sure 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 yeah just just like really um really messed up crimes uh i've gone back and forth on like how we were gonna do the show like uh what we originally planned on doing was like doing um we were gonna pick a random state every week mm-hmm. and do uh and we were gonna do two episodes a week we were gonna do one unsolved and one soft crime from every state Ah, that's very cool. But um, don't know if we're gonna go that route yet, or if we're just gonna do random, random cases now. Just whatever we 
we yeah. feel like doing. Um, but yeah, we have uh, we hard to find the the matching criteria for every single one. Like, I don't know if South Dakota's got a ton of stuff on the books. I'm sure they do <laughs> somewhere. I'm sure they do, but yeah. somewhere. But yeah, so uh, we may just we just may just go the route of just picking a different crime regardless of where it's from and just doing that each week. Yeah. 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 So hopefully we're going to record in a couple of days. Hopefully um, I'm going to release that one here within the next couple of weeks. So then how much time do you think you're going to be putting in every week? If you had to, if you had to guess just doing podcast stuff like editing promos and then of course recording. Uh, many hours. Uh, a lot of my time, a lot of my time. Um, Luckily, right now, I I, uh, I step back from work a little bit to where I can focus more on my podcasting. Oh, nice. Yeah, so uh, my my time's opened up more. That way I can actually spend the time to focus on podcasting. Fantastic. Yeah, so going to make a run at it, see how far it gets me, and uh, go from there. Yeah. And by trade, you said the – I think I heard you say that uh... – you are or were a mechanic? Uh, diesel mechanic. Diesel mechanic, okay. Uh, with, with Penske. Oh, okay. I um, I was a mechanic, but uh, I worked on, uh, well, mostly helicopters when I was in the Navy for uh, for a few years. But uh, mm-hmm. the stuff I did on helicopters would basically equate to, like, brakes and body on a car. I just, like, you know, I patched okay. up metal and rivets and stuff like that and worked on all the hydraulic systems. Okay. Very cool. Yeah. I mean, it was something. But right. I, yeah, I, I, I obviously didn't love it enough are... doing it, but. Yeah. Uh, both my cousins, uh, one of my cousins was in the army, uh, national guard. He was a mechanic. And then my other, co- uh, his younger brother is in the army. He's stationed in Kansas right now, but, uh, he's a mechanic in the, in the army. So yeah, have a, have a few mechanics in there. Yeah. It's, it was it was a good job to do, and I, I don't know. I learned some stuff that I guess still applies, but for the most part, people will be like, "You can't fix your car, weren't you a mechanic?" I'm like, "I mean, yeah, but like my car doesn't have any rivets, <laughs> so right. Unless unless there's a rivet busted rivet needs to get screwed out and replaced, then uh, you know I'm I'm not much good on the actual engine and stuff that makes it go. Unfortunately, right." Yeah, and, and what people don't realize is there's different types of mechanics. Mm. Just because you're a mechanic in one thing doesn't mean you know how to fix something, the mechanics in another thing. Like diesel trucks and just your everyday car vehicle, driving vehicle, mm-hmm. totally different. Totally different. Really? I mean, yeah. I mean, you'll have some of the like, you'll have some of the basic knowledge yeah. of it just from being a mechanics, but... Like, but you, if you're a diesel mechanic, most, more than likely you'll be able to fix a car, know, know enough to fix a car. But if you're just a basic car mechanic, you're probably not going to be able to do diesel work. Hmm. I mean, not saying, not saying they can't. I mean, if, if you're good at mechanics and just know how to do it, you are, but getting the basic knowledge of being a car mechanic and trying to be a diesel mechanic it's a, it's a big jump in mechanics so there's there's a lot more you got to learn with being a diesel mechanic yeah yeah i remember yeah. just trying to learn how to start up a a diesel truck it was like a <clears throat> like one of those small water trucks but mm-hmm. they gave it to us as a transportation vehicle and uh yeah you had to like pull something out and then start something and then push something in and then start something else and then go i was like what 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 is yeah, going on here? There's like a checklist of things you have to do just before you start this thing. Right. It's a it's a mess. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what though? It's a, I, a lot of work. I've seen people online though that say that if you have a diesel truck, it's really easy to convert to um biodiesel and then you can just like run your car on uh Chinese restaurant um oil, stuff like that. Maybe. I've never you know tried it. About <laughs> Okay. I don't. <laughs> I say, man, little, I, little above above my knowledge of it, but. Uh, oh shoot! I was gonna say, man, I would want to go buy an old truck. Maybe you and I could hang out, and then uh, I could have a truck that, when you drive around, it smells like egg rolls. <laughs> I mean, we could figure it out. <laughs> That'd be badass. 
right? So, um, what else is uh, going on with the the podcast? You got any big news coming up, or any uh, any any changes in format, big guests, or big announcements coming up with anything? No, man. Still, still, basically all the same. I'm doing now. Um, I I'm starting to book more people for the junk conspiracies, just so mm-hmm. I can start getting back on that uh, that weekly basis of um record uh putting out an episode every week um i'm probably going to reach out to some people that i've done episodes with in the past just because um i like having reoccurring guests i think it's fun and keeps people uh keeps me in touch with the people that i've met through through podcasting so i like doing that um like how you you and jason came into my show and then now i'm doing your show like yeah. uh i like i like doing stuff like that you know um helping me out with my show so i like to return the favor and help you guys out i mean i'm not a big name so i mean it's not like <laughs> you, I don't, you know, I don't know how well i'm helping you out yeah i don't know how well i'm helping you out with listening shit but um i don't know it's, it's just it's fun to get on other people's shows and uh yeah. get well, your that, name out there and uh do that that's what um people keep telling me is the the best way to grow your show is just you know give yourself to somebody else's listeners one time and then see if some of them want to keep coming back. Right. Yeah. Uh, and that's, that's what I'm doing. And then uh, with uh, my one-on-one show, um, still, still sending out those emails, but uh, just <laughs> waiting to, waiting to hear back from some people and see if I get any, uh, get any hooks. Um, I, I did get, uh, you know, the band uh, less than Jake. Oh yeah, dude. Uh, I reached out to the lead singer. Cause uh, he does podcasting. He has his own podcast. He does. And um, yeah. Um, I can't think of the name off it off my top top of my head, but um, oh, I can Google that easy though. But uh, but yeah, I'm a I'm a big fan of theirs. I saw them at Warp Tour, and um, they were they were good. So uh, I was like, you know what? I'll shoot my shot, shoot or shoot. So yeah, like, that's what I do. Uh, he got back to me, and uh, he he's like, um, he's like, man, I'd I'd love to do your show. He's like, um, he's like, I'm but I'm backed up like six months with projects right now. But he's like, but once, once everything with uh, the pandemic like cools down and we start touring again, he goes, as soon as you see us go on tour again, hit me up. I'll do your show. He goes, I'll have more time to do it then. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm just, I'm just waiting for less than Jake to get back on the road. So <laughs> I can uh, interview the lead singer. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Oddly enough, small world, right? I used to, one of the last girls I dated before um, me and my wife got um, back together for the final time when it stuck and we got married, uh, she she didn't live with, she lived in the same apartment complex and they hung out with that, uh, the lead singer's sister, I want to say it was. And then I think the two of them were in a band together. But No shit. Yeah, I don't know, that's not really yeah. interesting now that's that I'm done playing it. but <laughs> it, It's still interesting, you know? Yeah. It's yeah. well, it's so, something. Right. But yeah. uh but yeah, just uh just hoping I get some more more people to bite now that I've got more names on my my show. Yeah. Cuz just start starting out on a new show like that um it's hard to book celebrities just because cuz they do they uh some of them will ask like their publicists and stuff. They will ask like who who were your past interviews. Yeah. So like right there, I'm just like, man, like starting out being like a brand new podcast and not having anyone yet. It's just like it's it's hard to to book people. But luckily, I've been able to book a few um, a few known names in Hollywood. And um, I started booking some uh, fighters like UFC and uh, yeah. bare knuckle fighters. So that's Those been kind of cool too. Insane, man. Dude, I know Um, I interviewed a. Uh, Joe Hitman, um, and uh, dude, he was he was cool, man. I, I had no idea what bare knuckle was. I've seen bare knuckle boxing before, yeah. But um, he fights for bare knuckle fighting championship, which is new. And um, I was just scrolling through Instagram one day, and I came across the clip and uh, him knocking this dude out in like fifty two seconds. Oh, a lot and, like, of it, it, short. Yeah, and it. And it's straight bare knuckle, like and, and, and they start like, um, they start like a foot away from each other, and the guys just like go, and they just immediately start swinging. Dude, it's crazy, and I was just like, "This is nuts." I'm like, "I love this." I was like, 
I got to watch more of this. So I'm watching more and, uh, but I did come across Joe and, uh, I was like, you know what, man, I'm, I'm gonna see if he'll come on my show. Yeah. Uh, reached out to him. He super into it. He was like, hell yeah, man, I'll, I'll come to your show. So I interviewed him and, uh, yeah, man, it's crazy. And he, he's one of the best in his weight class right now. I'm, I'm pretty sure he's still undefeated in it. Um, so he's, he's killing it right now in the, in the sport, but it, like yeah. I've watched a couple of those where like you'll seriously see like punch punch guys on the ground. Mm-hmm. It's crazy, and uh, yeah. he told me it's it's the fastest growing combat sport ever because it's becoming so popular. Um, do you watch UFC at all? Yeah. Uh, do you know the female fighter uh, Paige Van Zant? Yeah, she doesn't fight anymore, does she? She signed with Bare Knuckle. Are you serious? I so, thought yeah, she like almost like, died in a UFC fight once. She got her ass kicked a few times, yeah. But um, but no, like uh, yeah, she like they're starting to sign UFC fighters, huh? In in this sport, and it's it's crazy, and it's just it's blowing up, and it's um, it's it's pretty cool. And um, I did another uh, another interview with another fighter. Um, uh, he he had his first fight in the ring, and uh. I interviewed him about it and it was pretty cool. One more podcast question on the, on the technical side of things. Um, Buzzsprout, cause I use Podbean. Uh, I know that their statistic feedback is all a little bit different. Uh, does it tell you like what cities people are downloading from or does my, cause mine just tells me what state and what country people are coming from. It doesn't give me any more specific info than that. No, it does. I, I don't even see a state. It it only tells me country. Really? Yeah. Huh. Unless I just haven't found it yet. To, yeah. But, uh, I look. For, I I've looked and I've tried to see. I can only see uh see countries and then what platform they're using to listen to my show. But hmm. at the end of the um at the end of the year, Bus Bus Sprout sent out an email telling me like my lo- most downloaded episode. But it and it did tell me like the most downloaded state. And um the most down the most uh Atlanta, Georgia was my most downloaded city and state. No kidding. Yeah, so I I don't know. I don't even know I mean I, I don't even know anyone in Atlanta. So yeah, so someone out there in Atlanta is listening to me, so thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Rock on Atlanta. Right? All right, man. Well, I don't have a whole lot of questions left for you. Um, so I guess I'll just say if there's anything else you want to say about your shows, anything else you got going on, um, and then let people know where they can find the shows, where they can find you. Not much more going on right now. Like I said, I'm just trying to get, get back on my, uh, my routine of putting out an episode every week. So, um, if you have any listeners that like to talk conspiracy theories and want to come on my show, um, you can find me on Facebook, Drunk Conspiracies Podcast Discussion Group. I'm on Instagram at Drunk Conspiracies Podcast. Uh, I just got my Twitter back. I'm trying to get back in on Twitter. So that's uh, Drunk Con Pod. So Drunk, C-O-N-P-O-D for Twitter. And then TikTok, you can follow me on TikTok too at Drunk Conspiracies Podcast as well. And then um, for my one-on-one show, I'm on um, Instagram, one-on-one with Justin Diatrima, and then I don't have a I don't have a Facebook uh, group for that one yet. Um, probably should get one going with that. And then I do have an Instagram for my new show, Most Heinous. So I'm trying to start building up a a little following before we release that. But um. But other than that, uh, we're on. I'm on Apple. I'm on Spotify, Google, iHeartRadio, and pretty much almost anywhere you listen to podcasts. Awesome! So look for Drunk Conspiracies podcast and one on one with. Make sure I say this right, Justin Diatremont. Yes, perfect. I said it right. Yes. Yep. Awesome, man. Well, hey, it's been great talking to you again. Uh, Let's do this again, man. Your show, my show, I don't care. We'll do both. Yes. Awesome, yeah. man. And Because uh, last time when we were on your show, what did we talk about? We talked about maybe coming on and uh, talking about Tupac, if nobody else has uh, brought that one up. 
That's right. Yeah, we need to do that. Yeah, buddy. Oh, man. this Your show, so many times I listen to that and I go, oh, I want to tell you this part, this part, this part. So being on that show was so much fun, man. I can't wait to do it again. Right. Uh, real quick, though, speaking of Tupac, um, for my one show, uh, my one-on-one, I actually reached out to the uh, the head detective who reopened the Tupac and Biggie case in California. No yeah, and uh, he got back to me. He said he would do my show. And then I responded back and I haven't heard anything back from him. So I might, I may have to try to reach back out to him to get, get on my show. But, uh, I think yeah. that uh, I'm hoping I can interview him because oh, I'm, be I'm amazing. A, like, yeah, Biggie, Biggie's my favorite rapper of all time. So if I could get, uh, get the detective who was looking into those cases who reopened them a year, some years ago, cause he, he wrote a book about them and everything like that too. So, uh, that'd be, that'd be a cool interview, but yeah, man, uh, I'd love to have you back on and we'll, we'll talk, uh, Tupac. Sweet. All right, man. Well, take care of that kid. Take care of that wife and, uh, keep rocking on those podcasts. Thank you, man. Really appreciate it. Hey, all right. That was Justin Diatremont, host of the Drunk Conspiracies podcast, to name a few. Me and Jason were on the uh, COVID episode. Look for that. Also go and check out Hey Guys Media Group. Rivertown Adventures, and Baby Farm Soaps. You can see all the links in the notes. I love you. I appreciate you. Have a good one.